We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a sec and answer one of the most commonly asked questions I get asked. Can I come with you? Well, the quick answer is yes. I host two trips a year that are open to you, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. If you're interested in learning more about how you can travel with me or what destinations are on the docket for this coming year, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, then I'm so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Lewis. Lewis and I are here in Jordan. Lewis is one of the absolutely incredible people that I have been able to travel this country with. Um, another extremely talented creative here and um, just have had the pleasure of getting to know him, spend time with him, and now get to call him a friend. Um, Lewis is a truly remarkable person. And in addition to just being extremely talented behind a camera, he's also just really talented in seeing people, having conversation with people, valuing who they are. And um, it's been something I've really Really appreciated and uh, admired and watching him how he's interacted not just with the fellow people on our amazing team but just with the culture here it's one that really means a lot to me and to just see the way you have deeply valued these people has been something I've truly treasured um, you're just a beautiful person so I'm really honored and excited that you're taking the time to sit down and I get to let other people see just a small part of that and who you are so thank you for taking the time I really appreciate that uh, introduction there um, and yeah I'm so happy to be here and thank you for the opportunity and for putting this together uh, this whole trip has been nothing short of exceptional thus far, for sure. Good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> it's always a plus. Um, so I have a list of questions I work through with every guest. They're all just aimed at getting to know you, your experience in life, your view of the world, and just who you are. There's no wrong answers because it's you. So just answer as you feel led, and we'll dive right in. Sounds great. Cool. Um, first one is, who do you define yourself as? That's a great question, and I think I don't have a solid answer to that because it's a work in progress. I'm figuring that out myself. Um, I feel like I am, I, I like it's my kind of duty to get out there in the world and by means of experiences and meeting other people and pushing the boundaries of what I think is possible, figure out who I am and what I'm capable of. And I don't think I'm quite there yet, um, but I think for, for me, I guess a pillar of what I value is curiosity. I want to continue learning and growing, and I feel like nothing is impossible, and there's no limit to what can be accomplished in this life, and I, I just want to figure out what uh, where that road might lead me, I guess. Um, but I, I don't have a concrete uh, answer or box that I, I feel that I fit into, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I think it makes a ton of sense. And yeah. I feel like it fits with kind of like how you're pursuing um, 
like what you're doing next and how you're exploring the world and exploring life and just seeing what comes but not limiting yourself to it but also just excited to see where it grows into and, and who you become and how that's yeah how life's impacting you so I think that's yeah, awesome yeah absolutely cool. next one's easier <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite food that's a fantastic question <laughs> as well <laughs> i don't like, like a particular dish or just however like food culture like a particular dish um yeah anything in general yeah i feel like i'm not married to any particular food i love food in general and i love trying new things and i like my friends always make fun of me because every time we go out to eat something i'm like this is the best x ever the best sushi ever this is the best pad thai ever this is i i don't know i feel like i'm so open just to how people express themselves through food and i really value that but i think i enjoy food more than other people like i'm less picky about it if that makes sense um like some of the food that we had in the desert on this trip i was like this is the best thing ever right uh but yeah I, I guess comfort food i love pasta and uh, italian style food and there's nothing like home-cooked meals from my mom um, and we come from venezuela so it's it's not the easiest food to find in in canada and yeah the way my mom makes uh, arepas arepas uh, cachapas and just traditional cuisine like the way they season meats and beans and rice and all that for me i just love that now i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have loved the food i have actually like loved your responses to everything yeah. you're like this is this is good yeah. every time every time like food is put in front of you you're just like this is this is the this is better than the last thing we ate yeah. everything's been good so and i genuinely mean it like yeah. i'm no I'm no having yeah <laughs> great time every time I'm, I'm trying something new um but yeah again, again my, my friends are always like how is that possible how is every sushi restaurant the best sushi restaurant ever i'm like i don't know <laughs> you're just a happy just guy works. you just like yeah. food it's good yeah are you reading anything right now i am reading for the third time a book called the power of now uh which is i i don't know how to define the genre it's it's a spiritual uh, book just about how if I had to summarize it quickly like well literally the power of being present and not think overthinking the past or the future mm -hmm. and really taking value from just being where you are mm -hmm. and doing everything intentionally and being with uh, the people around you intentionally or even, even something as simple as washing dishes but like actually being there not mm -hmm thinking a million thoughts about what's going to happen in a week or in a month. And um, I struggle, I've struggled with that. I feel like my mind races all the time. So that's why I'm rereading it for the third time, because it's always a reminder, um, especially if I read that early in the morning, it's a good tone for the day to um, implement those practices. And I find a lot of value uh, in, in implementing uh, those strategies yeah yeah that's fair no oh, that's cool i feel like those books are always like helpful it's like yep let's reframe my mindset and like remind you like yeah yeah i know this but like okay yeah <laughs> and what i found works for me so far is like i i like reading new books all the time i'm really into i, I don't know if you've heard of um sapiens mm -hmm. um which, which is kind of like the brief history of humankind i'm really into that uh stuff as of now which is just understanding 
humanity and how we've gotten to where we are now and all the different cultures and elements and social norms and things like that. I like reading that kind of stuff in the afternoon, but something more spiritual and grounding in the morning just to kind of set the tone for the day. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. All right. I'm going to have to like put that into practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say is your greatest fear? I think my greatest fear is not fulfilling my potential, which is an open-ended question that I'll never know if I've ever reached it or not. But I think I look around me at so many people who are maybe miserable in what they do on a day-to-day -day basis. And that seems to be the status quo. Like this is just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Like this is just like I have to work and I have to get money and I have to pay for a house and I have to do this, which is uh, like you can't escape it in certain parts of the world like there are cities that are very expensive and you just have to do what you have to do to make ends meet um, but I fear being stuck in that situation and not exploring what could be and yeah I think I think that's my greatest fear uh, if if I were to fail in what I'm doing now and if I had to go back into that kind of structured work and, and to be in a place where I'm not continuously growing or expanding or fulfilling my potential. Th there's nothing scarier to me than that, like dying with regret, mm. essentially. Yeah, and like also like how you're saying, like where it's like, okay, like I've identified that, I'm moving forward in these areas. And like the fear of like, oh man, to like feel like you had to go backwards to something where it was like, oh, no, we already moved from that. Like I wanna go forward, I wanna know I'm maximizing the time yeah. I have and using that, so yeah. I think it would be a, a, an expanded form of torture for sure to to have felt mm. uh, freedom or like progressing in a certain area and then have to reverse back mm -hmm. to uh, again like a nine to five mm. uh, job especially if it wasn't something you wanted to do mm -hmm. yeah I think it's something like the concept is a lot many people can relate to of just like yeah being like oh man like I'm limited I'm stuck here I can't live out to what I'm supposed to do and that regression of like once you've move forward in it so yeah i appreciate that yeah exactly on the other end of that what would you say you value the most i think the thing i value the most in life thus far or one of my guiding principles is genuine connection with other people mm. and i find i derive meaning from of, of what life is by encountering as many people as i can and trying to understand them and genuinely connect with them and learn from them i feel that there is always a lesson uh, to learn from every person that you meet and there's a lived experience that uh, if you were able to tap into uh, there's so much value that you can get out of that and, and shift your perspective and maybe shift the direction that you yourself are going into life and yeah there's there's so many uh, like, like it's just such a colorful, colorful world in terms of personality. And I feel like a lot of us are just very briefly exposed to that color palette. And yeah, I find it's just so beautiful to, to get out there and meet people that are very different than me and, mm -hmm. and learn a little bit of something from them. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's cool. And I think it's something very like, I've very much seen lived out in you and the way you interact with people, just like the way that that's valued in you and the time and energy and the eye contact you give to people when you're talking to them and just all of those things when you're sitting with somebody, it's, it's, it's really cool to see that. So I think that comes through very well. I appreciate yeah. that for sure.
Um, all right, when was the last time you felt joy? Joy? I would say every day. It's something I try to be very mindful of mm -hmm. because practicing gratitude, I think, is the, the pathway to actually being happy. Mm -hmm. um, I study psychology in, in university and that changed my perspective on what happiness is. I think in the, in the Western world, we, we use it as like, like do whatever makes you happy as if it's a constant state. Mm -hmm but it's actually a, a very fluid feeling that, that is very elusive. And it, I, I think happiness is more so, or joy, uh, a constant work that one has to do in perspective. And I think when you wake up, there's always something you can be happy about. Uh, the, the fact you're still alive, the fact that we live in this day and age, you know, and not in medieval times, um, the fact that you have a family, that you have friends, uh, that you're eating, and any number of things that if you really stop and think about it every day, there is so many reasons to be, to be happy and thankful. Hmm. Yeah, big time. I love that. I think it should be continuous in that, like, not in like that. Like you said, I love the, like, correlation of, like, not the, like, pursue whatever makes you happy kind of thing, which there's value in that to a degree, but, like, just the... Yeah. Finding the joy and finding the happiness in the things that we're doing. Daily. But even the best job in the world, like right now, I'm very happy with the work that, that I'm able to do. But every job and everything will have its annoyances and grievances. And, and it's not if I do this, I'll be happy forever. Right. It's always a constant recalibration of, mm -hmm. of learning to be happy in, in any situation, really. Yeah. Big time. Um, on the other end of that then, um, when was the last time you were afraid and why? I think I'm afraid more often than I would like. I wish I could turn that off. Uh, like I was afraid coming here to, mm -hmm. to this trip, you know, there's always the what ifs, uh, maybe it's not the right time. Mm -hmm. There is a war going on. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if we get stuck? Um, also in terms of business, what if I implement this strategy and I fail and everything you know goes to hell and I have to go back to a nine to five job like that that is such a fear uh, tying back to the first question I feel like I'm always kind of afraid and I wish I would stop thinking in the future uh, about the future in that way and again like, like I was saying about the book just focus on the present and what I'm doing now and that should be enough, but yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to eliminate fear from the brain. It's yeah, if you figure it out, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> I feel like the brain is very good at just yeah. being afraid of everything. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you, you brought attention to some things that are very real, and I think, you know, even, yeah, even where we're sitting recording this, we're in sight of where there is a war going on, and um, there's a lot of things that, that can hold us, limit us, uh, keep us back, and then something big like that and something big within our own world and our career and, and like that. So I, I just appreciate your openness and sharing that. I think people can relate to that, understand, and be like, okay, like, yeah, I'm also yeah. feeling those things. So I, I think it's important to understand, too, like we're, we're all afraid to some extent, mm -hmm. and I think life is about learning to live with that and maybe being able to act in spite of fear mm -hmm. and taking risk and... Knowing that, that maybe 
not taking a risk is something to be more afraid of, mm -hmm. you know? Like, for example, with the example of this trip, if, if I didn't come because I was afraid of uh, the situation in the Middle East and what could happen, what if the war expands? But it would have been worse if I didn't try, mm -hmm. and maybe I lost the opportunity of meeting everyone here and uh, meeting people like Rakan, our, our guide in the desert. And I, I feel like, like my perspective has sh shifted of people in the Middle East and, and the hospitality. And not that I expected anything negative, but I, I do think it's just always better to go for th things, even in spite of being afraid. Mm, big time. I resonate with that a lot, yeah. for sure. Um, would you say there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? I think the biggest thing for me trajectory-wise was taking the leap of faith to leave full-time work, which was by far the scariest thing I've ever done. Everyone around me was questioning it, uh, whether it was friends or family. Uh, my, my employer at the time was like, are you sure? Like, I don't think this is going to go well. Uh, we're always here, you know, if you want to come back when you fail. <laughs> <laughs> they had some ulterior <laughs> motives. <laughs> yeah, for, for yeah. sure, but it's hard not to yeah, listen yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, all those buzzing sounds in your ear. Um, but taking that leap, I think, reinforced something that wasn't there before. Not, not reinforced, but maybe created a feeling of, actually, it's not that scary. Um to go against the grain and it's mm -hmm. very valuable to listen to your heart and and take risks and taking that step for me has changed who I am entirely because now uh, every decision is kind of like well I, I accomplished this so what else could be possible yeah they always say like if you do one thing in the morning then you are starting your day with success like if you make your bed yeah. and so it's like yeah it builds on that we're like okay I already did that thing so it's like all right, I can do the next thing. I can do this. Or I can do that. So I think that's yeah. awesome. Like but that. but if you don't do it, then it's like like you never know what mm -hmm. could be around the corner, what you're capable of. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Missing out on way more than we. For sure. Yeah. I think. Uh, all right. So you have known me for over a week now. It's um, not that long, but we've had a lot of entertaining experiences and good ones together. But um, what is something you think you and I have in common? I think uh, an openness to experience um, and it's something I've been thinking about, about like just in general with this group I think we're all here because we have shared traits right because the people who wouldn't be open to something like this also have a lot in common right but I, I find that like me and you like we're very open to to meeting people and to learning from people and doing things that are different and not just sticking to the status quo mm -hmm. and pushing ourselves to continuously grow and be better and not just staying stagnant. I, I would say that's something I see in you for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's inspiring, really. You Right back <laughs> at you. It's really cool to share those things with you in honor. But um, yeah, it's neat to see those. I think it, it is cool. Like we're in a, a bit of a unique situation with this, this whole group. Everybody has a lot of commonality, which is just, sure. it is, it's inspiring to learn from everybody, to learn from yourself, and yeah, to see those qualities in you, it's really cool. It, it's yeah. amazing, and, and refreshing, because, yeah. 
not not a lot of people in my life maybe have mm -hmm. those or, or value those things as much as everyone here does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're really blessed to have these people here. So it's pretty sure. cool. Um, what is something you are looking forward to? Life. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so excited to just have a big question mark on, on what's next and continuously recalibrate what that could be. That fires me up so much um, versus, again, where I was a few years ago, it just felt like there was a path. You, uh, you know, whether you get a promotion or you do this, there's a clear path of what life would be, mm -hmm. whereas now it feels like a big adventure or a big question mark. And it's, it's mm -hmm. up to, to me to really figure out or define what that could be. And yeah, like, like I was saying earlier, just that, that that's part of, like, I, like I'm excited just to learn more about who I could be and what I could accomplish and yeah. yeah that's fair, that's cool. Um, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? I wish there wasn't the level of suffering and violence that, mm. that exists in the world. And I wish that we all could understand we have way more in common mm. than, we, than we do differences. Um, but it, it seems to me that there's just uh, a lot of greed and people just continue to want more power, especially in leadership. Uh, the leaderships are s of certain countries, but when, when you go out and you actually meet people that live in anywhere, people are so friendly and welcoming and kind, and it's just shocking to me the way that it's presented to each of us, uh, no matter where you live. There's always some enemy somewhere mm -hmm. and you know and we have negative connotations of people and populations and the way they do things and their religion and this and that and when you actually meet those people in person they're amazing you're like wow you're so friendly <laughs> you know and I, I wish at, at, a, at a global population level we had a deeper understanding of that mm -hmm. and I think if we did it would be a lot harder to want to kill people mm -hmm. And, and you know go through these lengths of, of war and hatred mm -hmm. yeah big time yeah we have empathy and understanding for what we understand and can relate to and see yeah. commonality in and I'll, I'll get on board with making that one happen <laughs> I, I wish I I, yeah. I I wish I had more faith that it could happen mm -hmm. there's so much divide right now I like I, I don't even know where yeah we would start to bridge hmm. that, but I, I do think we just need to open our hearts to to other people that are different. I find a lot of hope in, in the connections we've gotten to have, even in this trip, um, even in the, the intimate time with Rakan and uh, just the, the connection there and the redefinition of different types of people for even just everybody on this trip. But I think one by one, we. We do. I, I like to have hope that we change it that way. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah, and yeah. the example of Rakan, like, like again, I was afraid of coming here. Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? And it turns out people here are friendlier than people back home. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they are. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> what would you say makes you feel known and valued? Like, I, I, like I, I really value quality time and, and genuine connections, like I was saying earlier. So... 
I, I, I would say something along those lines as well. Um, I, I don't expect from other people to to validate who I mm -hmm. am. Like mm -hmm. I, I figure that's more of an internal process. And if it's, I, I believe that if, if it's externalized, so if, if I need you to see me or something mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. um, that that leads to more disappointment and more uh, grief on a day-to-day -day basis because I want you to do or, or value me in, the, in this way. Whereas I feel like that should be, again, this might, just my opinion, uh, an internal work that you feel that you are mm. bringing value to other people, mm. r rather. Uh, and and that, that's more how I live day to day. I appreciate that a lot, yeah. Um, all right, so from Venezuela, living in Canada, but uh, where do you call home and what makes it home to you? <laughs> Beautiful question <laughs> that I don't know the answer to. I do think about that from time to time. Mm. Uh, my, my wife and I have been in Hawaii actually for the last three years. Uh, myself on and off, moving back from Canada and, and Hawaii. So home has become more of an elusive concept. And I think where, wherever I am with my wife, Daria, I'd be happy to call home. Um, and th the the more I age, I, I don't know if I want to be tied to a specific uh, location. Mm. Um, I wish Venezuela was home to me, but mm. it's uh, yeah, there's a, a, a lot of complications in that country. And yeah, unfortunately, we still have some family there that I miss very dearly. But yeah, I don't I, I don't consider that home for sure. Yeah, sure appreciate that yeah um what is something you wish you didn't struggle with i definitely struggle with self-doubt and, and fear i think and i do wish i could turn that and switch it off but it's very difficult e even if if i'm intentional with it uh i obviously imposter syndrome and i i just always kind of compare myself to others and always feel inferior in some way, shape or form. And it's continuous work to try and like a, at least turn down the volume of, of that voice, but it, it's very difficult for yeah. sure. And I, I, I wish I could just <laughs> totally turn it off. <laughs> We're all really good at that one that like, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough. I shouldn't be here. I'm not yeah. doing the best in my whatever. And we're really good at bringing ourselves down. So I think it's a continuous 100%. work for a lot of us on that one. But yeah, and I, I think it's helpful to know that everybody struggles with mm -hmm. that, even the most successful people on, on the planet. Um, yeah. And I do know that, but it's hard to... <laughs> we like know these like things, <laughs> but then it's like if we don't verbalize it or if somebody doesn't say it, we're like, yeah, yeah, sure they do, but like not to the way that I do. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's like, not the I'm same. actually an imposter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like they maybe feel it a little bit, but yeah. I'm real. And you're like, no, 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 no. So, yeah, yeah, I think we're all in that boat for sure. And and when someone else has that, you're like, no, no, you're actually great. But we don't see that for ourselves. For sure. You know? Yeah. And it's like humility negatively in some ways. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I, I definitely sure. struggle with yeah. that nonstop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> appreciate you opening up about sharing that. But. Yeah. How about, is there anything that you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in? I think I am more confident now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just a product of 
doing continuously trying to do things that I'm afraid of and by by doing that I feel like slowly your brain is like I am capable of more than I think and again the volume of that voice turns down a little bit Mm -hmm. over time to where you even when you're afraid of doing something or you don't feel like you're good enough you you feel more empowered to at least try because of past successes Mm -hmm. and the more that I'm able to build on that slowly uh, the more confident that I feel so at this point in my life I just feel way more capable and confident than I ever have Mm -hmm. but I still see that there's so much more work Mm -hmm. to do in in that space yeah yeah always the growing always the pushing but that's cool Um, What is something you're confident in helping someone else through or with? It depends on who that someone is. Like, Mm. like I have friends who are really insecure Mm. and belittle themselves and don't feel empowered to take next steps for for their own journey. And I feel like I am good at, yeah, I I guess, like, empowering them to, to do those things. Uh, that that's a bit tricky. That that question. I don't, I don't know. It's because it depends who I'm speaking with or, no, or whatnot. Fair. But I I do feel like I'm good at talking and philosophi- ph- philo- philosophizing. Is that a word? It um, is. There's a word in there. Philos. Phil- uh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. In any case, yeah. They I know I, what I, mean. <laughs> I, I do have a lot of friends that maybe feel stuck where they are, and I do feel like I have a broader perspective of life outside of the cultural norms mm-hmm. I guess that, that we're all taught like go to school and get a job and, and that's it and that's just the way it is and I think I'm good at kind of maybe shifting people's perspective mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to that and I've, I've helped a few friends mm-hmm. uh, out of that mode of thinking yeah that's cool okay. uh, alright this is a fun one <laughs> if I were to give you $10,000 and you have two weeks to spend it you can't give it away what are you going to do with it? At this point in my life, I think I would either save it or in invest it. Um, I, yeah, the, like, like at this point in my life, I just don't want to spend on, like, like I feel like this question would be going like, oh, I would go on this trip or, or something, but I would rather invest it either into business or something that would make me grow Mm. in some way shape or form Um, and that could either be an experience or it could be for example like we're talking earlier about maybe investing in ads or or different streams of business that could yield so much more Mm. uh, work or or results in in the long term I feel like that's where my head is at currently Mm. (laughs) yeah that's her get on board with that <laughs> what would you say makes you feel at peace nature mm-hmm. i feel like makes me feel at peace I, I love hiking and quiet and the ocean and and things like that i love just sitting there and just like taking it in and i wish i could do that every day and like be away from the noise as far away as from my phone as i can be mm-hmm. is more peaceful 
which is impossible day to day. <laughs> so what doesn't make me feel at peace is my phone and buzzing and notifications and news and Instagram and this and that. Like, it makes my head like rush a thousand miles an hour, and I feel like I can't focus on anything. Yeah. And the inverse is going out on on a hike and just. I guess understanding the the deeper fabric of reality is not, you know, all these buzzing things that we do every day. Yeah, yeah, those those four days in the desert of like, yeah, it literally not being an option in some ways was very like okay, which was in, incredible. Yeah, and then yeah, like unfortunately, like I did also have to work <laughs> and talk to clients. Yeah. So I was kind of stressed in the back of my head, but it was so nice to be present with everyone. Mm -hmm. Like you wake up and you're not checking your phone because you can't. Yeah. And we're just just with each other and time goes so slowly. Mm -hmm. And I think in this day and age, our life is just like zipping by because mm -hmm. we're so overstimulated all mm -hmm. the time. And it's so nice to just stop and take in things yeah. every now and then, you know. Yeah, to just be. Yeah. To just yeah. be, yeah. Mm -hmm. To just exist. And feel like bored, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we had quite that amount of time. <laughs> we we never felt bored <laughs> on this trip, bored. that's for sure. <laughs> but it's nice to just exist. Yeah. And not have, you know, a thousand things going on. I yeah. Very I'm much. Not a big fan of smartphones for that reason, but yeah. it's also like just the fact of life that we have to be on. Evil. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now? both <laughs> can i say both yeah absolutely it feels steadier than it has been like uh, at least business wise i have a structure and i know what to expect but then it feels uncertain because i know that i have to take steps to grow and there's so many question marks around that and the what ifs like what if i implement this or i up my prices in this and then what if it all goes to shit, you know? Um, so I feel a little bit of both. And I, I would say more uncertain than stable. And I think the, the nature of the kind of work that we do mm -hmm. is uncertain. <laughs> yeah. You never know what's around the corner, but that's both scary and exciting all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's what we sign up for when, yeah. when we... Uh, don't have, you know, a, a nine to five job and get paid uh, every two weeks on, on Friday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like good and also not for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. It's not for everybody, but I, I do think everyone, if they could try it, oh, would yeah. maybe see so much more value in, them, in themselves, mm -hmm. you know, than, than just a safe route. Yeah, I definitely agree with that for sure. All right, this is my loaded question. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Take a sip of coffee. Breathe. No, okay, I'm I'm running out. He's running out. Um, if you were to say something to the opposite sex that normally they wouldn't receive while coming from you as a man, whether that's something you wish women knew about themselves, something you wish they knew about men, compliment, criticism, encouragement, but something if you were to share it, they would just say, all right, I hear you, and it's valid, and I see it. I mean, for, for the woman in my life that I know, I, w I wish we could, um, like, like I see how much beauty standards weigh on, on women in my life and how many insecurities they have. And mm -hmm. I, I, I wish I could 
instill in them the idea that they're so valuable and enough mm -hmm. just just as they are uh, you know with, without the makeup and, and all these things but it just seems to be like a core tenet of our society but mm -hmm. I wish there was a way to unlearn mm -hmm. those things and yeah that that's really it <laughs> I love that I appreciate that and yeah even in that it speaks to just again your heart and you and how you value other people and wanting them to see themselves for the value that they are in that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, like like it's tough sometimes like you're you're taking a selfie or like a casual picture and you have to do it multiple times because <laughs> like, oh no, like there's a wrinkle here or something like gotta shift and I, I, I do it especially with aging, I just wish mm. for for the opposite sex that that wasn't such a weight mm. on on that like at least a yeah. from the woman in my life and how they perceive it yeah yeah it's definitely like awkwardly or unnecessarily like heavier on women that you're like you're not allowed to age yeah, um, but yeah. Wh which is impossible so it then is. then you're kind of like you're setting yourself up for a disappointment forever yeah because you're trying to fight this aging thing that's a natural part of life yeah. right you're not gonna win it yeah and so. I, I yeah I'd like I, I wish that was just lower on the pedestal yeah, I appreciate that yeah. a lot. And I think, like, I don't know, I think it's really helpful to hear, and I hope for other women listening, that, like, I think men think that more, and I think it's sadly something, at this point, many women put on themselves and each other, unless coming from, you know, maybe an attraction of an opposite gender, or where, or maybe they're told that it's relevant for that. So hopefully you're one more voice that they're hearing, saying, like, okay, I can let that go. Yeah, I think there's just so many other valuable aspects of life and mm -hmm. to focus on that and what value you're bringing to the world versus hyper-focusing on, on beauty standards and mm -hmm. pretending like you're not aging and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, I appreciate that a lot. Um, all right, if you were to have a large audience before you and you were to share... A bit of life, uh, a bit of advice. I can't speak. <laughs> a bit of advice, a life lesson, um, something you feel like people should know. What would you share? Something I feel people should know. Advice. <laughs> 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 Sorry. If you were like, this was important and this has impacted my life, and if I knew this at some point, or if people knew this and they acted different because of this information, or just, however, literally anything. Yeah, I, I wish more people could feel that anything in life is possible mm. and that you're the only one standing in your way and your beliefs are the thing that shape your life. Whether you believe something is possible or not, it is true. Mm -hmm. And I think the large majority of people that live on this earth just limit their beliefs. Um, and what they believe is possible. And I wish I could somehow reprogram everyone, including myself, like I struggle with this all the time and I have to recalibrate, but anything is possible mm -hmm. if, if you just believe it is, you know, and you're capable of anything. Hmm. All right, listen, <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> Lewis believes in you, <laughs> believe in yourself, that's cool. Um, so you are a multicultural human, 
Venezuelan background growing up in well growing up later years in Canada but um however you'd want to answer that for one or both um but what is something you wish people knew about your culture that, that that's loaded because there's so many uh ways to answer that I mean the ca- the Canadian culture I don't know if there's any anything to speak to there it's a it's a big melting pot I feel like there's like a lack of identity really or it just seems to be like so many separate groups um so I, I, I don't know how to really speak to that. Uh, the Venezuelan culture, Venezuela is such a beautiful, beautiful country with so many beautiful people. Um, I really long for uh, such a beautiful childhood growing up there. And it's really unfortunate what's happened there politically and how much suffering and how little people have, including my own family there. Um, and I, I wish people, I, I wish it was a more accessible country. Mm. I wish there wasn't as much suffering there. And I wish there was a way to, to fix that. And I wish that I could share the beauty of Venezuela and its people mm. with everyone that I know. At least the, the way that I remember it and my childhood, it was a truly magical part of my life that, that is such a big part of who I am. And it's tough not being able to share like even with my wife like I can't just take her there you know it's so dangerous Mm -hmm. Um, I wish that wasn't the case I wish I could share that with everyone Hmm. yeah for sure what is something that you love most about your culture Um, the Ven I'll go the Venezuelan route and again overly friendly positive energetic people that always want to make light of any heavy situation mm. and even to this day uh, you know my, my family there that is going through a really hard time continue to be such positive vibrant people that always look on the positive side of things mm. and that's something that I've adopted into how I live my life mm. yeah that's cool it's an awesome thing to have rooted in you from growing up and from yeah. your people in that way. So it's, cool. it, it's very interesting as, as you grow up in multiple cultures mm-hmm. because in, in Western culture, uh, we, we have some of the you know, roughest depression rates and anxiety and, and all these mental health mm-hmm. disorders. But we actually have more than mm-hmm. so many other parts of the world so for me it, it it's been really beneficial just to understand the difficulty that people go through in some of these countries yet they're the happiest mm-hmm. people they 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 find happiness in the little things yeah you know in, in family and friends and having a meal together mm-hmm. and the simple things in life mm-hmm. yeah it's it's depressing knowing how much depression happens in a place where we have so much mm-hmm. and we're in so many ways missing the point. Yeah, and I, I think it just speaks to how we're focused on the wrong thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like having the latest iPhone 15 is not what's going to make you happy. But in the Western world, we've been programmed uh, that that is the, the avenue to, to happiness or fulfillment mm-hmm. and material things and having a big house and having a nice car and I think unfortunately w- whether or not we've realized it consciously 
we should understand that those things are not what make us happy. And I think in yeah in the in the West we just have so much, so so much of things that are not deeply fulfilling, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And mm-hmm. and I think people just don't know what to do with that. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? No, that's a great question. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't know because I. Like, I, I always think, like, why am I alive or why is anyone alive? And I don't know. I, I think, personally, the purpose of life is to live it mm. and to experience as much as you possibly can. Mm. And, again, figure out who you are and your what your potential is as a byproduct of that curiosity. Very much, yeah. All right, I know you have two. I don't think you have more because I feel like we had this conversation but do you have a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I only have two. I, I definitely want to get way more, but uh, this one I got on the last creator's uh, retreat that I was on, my first one, uh, which was uh, last March in Indonesia. And it says Meraki, um, which means putting your soul or leaving a bit of your soul in the art that you create. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be a really powerful mm-hmm. thought and a constant reminder to not, you know, just create things for the sake of it, but actually look deep within it mm-hmm. to what you're trying to convey or how you're trying to help someone else mm-hmm. through your form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like depth to it. And there's more to it. And yeah, I love that. I've heard that one before and I'm like, I love that you guys have it. It's awesome. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was, it, w- it wasn't my idea, but once I heard it, you're like, um, yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> yes, I, it, it, it's a constant reminder, right? Because sometimes yeah. we're, we're creating things mm-hmm. and maybe doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to your, what you're actually trying to do with your art form, mm-hmm. I think it's a really powerful thought. Very, very much. Um, I'm sure there's many things, but what is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of? I would say breaking out of the the mold of of the, n- the nine to five mm. is the thing that I'm most proud of and it might sound repetitive or like like again not to bash on anyone that's working a nine to five but it's such a hard thing to break out of that and I'm so proud of that and um, I spent so many, you know, sleepless nights trying to manage both working a nine-to-five and trying to build something that could break me out of it. Mm-hmm. And it was very a miserable few years. Mm-hmm. But I'm so happy that I went through that struggle. Mm-hmm. And to be on the other side of that is, is something that I'm so grateful for and so proud of. As you should be. Yeah, I mean, it's a... It's not for everyone I say that to say that, like, I think sometimes we can get in that position where, like, this is what I do and this makes me happy and everyone else needs to do that. But like, there is understanding of, like, but there are some people who, like, we're not meant to do that. And yeah. to take that leap and to step into where you are and it's it's scary and it's something to be extremely proud of for, for yeah. choosing to, to build success in it. So that's awesome. For Very sure. much so. Um, Lewis, there's a lot I could say about who you are about just my appreciation for your time this conversation and just for the impact you've had on myself the rest of our team um, my friends here in this country um, that 
I, uh, is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? Not, not really. Like I, I don't, I don't love to talk about myself <laughs> like that. Like I'm, I'm more curious. Like I want to hear about you, but <laughs> <You're> <laughs> or <alive. laughs> yeah. uh, and anyone else I speak to, I, I don't really, yeah, like to, you know. Yeah, it's part of your, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's part of your charm, and um, yeah, you're just your observational ability to desire to know those around you. So I think it's a. It's a really yeah. cool quality and it's something that's very innately in you that you've, it's in you, but you've also fostered it and grown it and fed it and given it space. So Yeah, I, I, really I cool. appreciate that. I definitely like to listen more than, than talk, for sure. Yeah. That, that's how I uh, get fulfillment or, or value out of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, I very much value and appreciate your listening and your speaking and just all the time that I've gotten to have with you. So thank you so much I for taking the time that. to do this. Yeah, and I appreciate this opportunity to just chat with you here. Very much. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.